What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wrestling Informer. We are back once again. Talk a little bit about what happened at the Royal Rumble and also point out a couple of things that we told you was going to happen from the Royal Rumble. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. My name is Cab Manning. You can see all of your my nonsense at Lingus Mafia. See what you could win by joining my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. I'm with the Sith Lord of uh, <laughs> Wrestling right now. That is Mr. Billy Body. Hi. I'm just, if I come off my screen here, can you still see me or not? Yeah, I see you Have fine. I just... You haven't disappeared yet. You're well. Now you're gone. Now it's a well, black can screen. You still... Can you still hear me though? Yep. Okay. Well, uh, we'll just speak around it. Like I wanted to uh, start by asking you uh, what you thought of the rumble. Um, I it was it was lackluster to me only because of like in the men's you expect more surprises and. Kind of knowing Brock was going to be showing up, I don't think that was much of a surprise. Uh, thought it was a surprise that Drew McIntyre showed up. Tell you the truth, and uh, but otherwise it was like Bad Bunny. I think was the biggest surprise, and then you had a little bit of Shane. But the women's one seemed to have a lot more surprises because they just didn't seem to have as many women. And what I was most surprised of is that like no NXT people showed up. Yeah, well, I mean, they did they did fire every single woman, so they couldn't have done this without actually hiring some some old women back. But yeah, I mean, the men's the general consensus is the men's was lackluster. Yeah, I, I would very, I would agree very with very that. Badly Hold on, let me just grab my water bottle. Okay. Um, and like, did you feel also that the best match was probably the first match, and then the show kind of went downhill from there? And even though that show had a bad finish. Even though that match had a bad finish, uh, I I really liked the whole fact with uh, Seth showing up as as the Shield. That was the surprise I think of the night, obviously, and uh, I thought that was a good pop to have too because I really liked it. And he he still and they did little uh, homage to things where it was Romans looking at him when he's about to jump the barrier, like be careful because remember when he fell on his face when the barrier <laughs> fell apart and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and and it's. It was, this is where the gambling thing gets you, where it goes, um, like you're betting on Roman to win, because we know he's not losing the title to Seth, but then they go, he officially lost, quote unquote, so you're like, yeah, he lost, but we know he didn't really lose, it's one of those stupid things where you go, yeah, okay, official winner, but still keeping the belt, so who really cares about who won that thing, uh, I thought that was good, um, I I like the uh, the Bobby and Brock match. I thought that was, I thought something was wrong with Bobby after a while. I thought he was actually hurt because he was pulling the Ric Flair twist, so he didn't land on his neck. You notice that instead of just being suplexed back, he would turn so he would land mm-hmm. on his shoulder instead. So I thought maybe he did mess up his neck during that, and he was trying to protect himself like Flair does on a body slam. But uh, that match was. Uh, Pretty much exactly what you said would be happening with the uh, with Heyman turning and being with Roman, which we're gonna probably see more of for Friday. Well, I think pretty much everything I said happened, right? I mean, you're not gonna see that from these idiots in the comments, but like, pretty much everything happened, did it not? I mean, Melsa, one of one of the things I did was came out and said straight up that Meltzer was going to be completely wrong about everything. 
And nobody else is out there doing that and calling this guy out. Some people are calling him out when he's wrong or whatever, but when he makes reports, it's still referred to as spoilers. Like, spoiler, Meltzer tells you what's going to happen at the Rumble or whatever, but this one was so ridiculous. Well, let, let's let's run through some videos here. Like, um, we're going to ask Husey to edit these in, but if not, I'm just going to put up my phone and, uh, and play them because we're having issues with the StreamYard today. It's taking us an hour to get these videos on here and they were getting some weird message. So yeah, they're going to be very choppy anyway. Here. So you might as well just play the audio because it's going to be real choppy. They're not going to be able to really see the video. You give it a shot, but I don't know if they're going to be able All to. All right, let's go to the first one. Okay. Which is on me. supposed to prove his loyalty to Roman by screwing him in that Roman match at day one. That didn't happen. So they found a way to do it in this match instead, which is what I was told. Um, the only issue they had through the week was, um, are we going to have Brock still win the Royal Rumble? Because we need to get him to Saudi. And um, throughout the week, there was talk about um, finding a different Rumble winner from, from Raw. Now, the reason I'm playing these clips is not just to tell you that I'm right about everything, which you should know by now. But if you're going to be a dickhead continuing to write things down in the comments on the side that, that aren't correct, then the simple solution is going to be we stick this show behind a paywall. I am not going to take any more shit from you guys. I work on the, the Sports Gambling Podcast. I work in the gambling community. It's 95% of my income. I'm doing this simply because through that job I've I've and through, obviously, the, the stuff I did on Big Brother, etc., um, I've been able to 
build up wrestling information throughout the years. Cav knows he's worked with me for years. I've been pretty much right about everything. And it's just a bonus that comes along. Quite frankly, I don't even want to know the news because the product is bad. And I'd rather be surprised by stuff like Ronda Rousey coming back and things like that. But I've got myself deep into this now. And the part of it that I enjoy is when not when people say to me that you're right because they don't, because that's not how the internet works. But when they point and laugh at the other people like Dave Meltzer, Mike Johnson, Ryan Satin and Sean Ross Sapp, who's now suddenly become the top go-to guy. He's a failed MMA journalist who decided to lower himself to wrestling. And whether you like it or not, wrestling is a step down below covering MMA. And that's what he's done. And now he's considered to be the man. Well, how is he the man when continuously I'm getting stuff before him effortlessly through through various sources? It's It's just happening easily all of the time. But what I don't need is to be respected by the gambling community, a community with money and 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 and, and success and people that people that don't bother coming at you when you actually lose them money. You when you there can be times where you lose people a lot of money from what you say and they don't say anything about it at all because they know most of the time you win the money. Whereas in this when we're in this job you're never wrong. I'm never ever wrong. There isn't been there hasn't been a single thing I've been wrong about, contrary to what other kind of bullshit is posted here. And and even to the point where Cab is now doing a thing where he goes, just to make sure you're not saying that Omus is gonna win the Royal Rumble. And I have to say, no, I just heard he's gonna get a push. It's just my opinion. We have to black and white make clear in black and white opinions and and information, which is stupid because we shouldn't have to do that, it should be clear. But it's like we're talking to a bunch of children. And look, I'm not going to continue to waste my time with it. The benefits of doing the show to me are so minimal. And the benefits to you guys are massive. Because you're not paying $10.99 a week to some old man who doesn't know what he's talking about. Which we proved last week. So the reason I'm playing some of these clips is to talk about where they move forward. Now, a story came out this week from Mike Johnson, I believe, that said that Matt Riddle was supposed to win the Royal Rumble and there were loads of changes. This is absolute BS. There was no changes. Brock Lesnar was supposed to be winning the Rumble because I always said that Brock Lesnar is supposed to be winning the Rumble. Now, they thought about ways to get him into the Elimination Chamber. One of the key ways was, do you remember when I said that he would eliminate four guys? Yeah. The, the final he, he four method, yeah. Right. Can you just quickly pop onto Wikipedia for me? Yourself. Sure. And uh, go, go, uh, first thing, sorry, Google Raw Rumble 2022. Okay. And then go to Wikipedia. All right. I have Googled uh, and then go to Wikipedia. There it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Right. Go to the Raw Rumble match and just count Brock Lesnar's eliminations. Okay. Royal Rumble match. I'm just going to pop off screen for a second. Just to, well, I'll still be here, but I'm going to try and just upload another video here. Sure. Okay. The last one. Brock Lesnar, and he eliminates, I believe that's on that side, eliminates five. That's what it says. I thought he had the most elimination. Yep. No, he didn't. It was AJ that had the most eliminations. Okay. Yeah. Was it really AJ that had the it most It was AJ. Yeah, AJ had Bob. six. AJ had six at the number one spot. 
So yeah, because okay. on our Rumble pool, um, one of our guys cleaned up pretty good. But yeah, he had five, and it was like right at the end there. Yeah, and he took everybody out. So okay. All right. So he had those. He had those. Um, he had those eliminations. So if you take if you take out the fact that he eliminated Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because how he's going to be in the elimination chamber, right? <laughs> right. So if you discard Bad Bunny, then that leaves four, right? Mm-hmm. And that leaves the guy he beat up backstage to get into the match. Yeah. Which probably would have been Finn Balor, even though Finn Balor, even though Finn Balor wasn't actually at the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. they would have been able to say it was Finn Balor. So coming on to coming out of the Royal Rumble, and when they decided to make Brock the winner, that was the plan. That is why they were the exact number of eliminations that he had. So that's even that story was actually correct. So the whole thing about Matt Riddle and all of these guys, none of that is true. The only winner that they were talking about through the week, or, or, or sorry, in the weeks leading up to the Royal Rumble was Omos because Omos was in line and still is in line for a massive push. The problem was is that the AJ match was seen as a match where that is as good as it's going to get. And do we immediately want to give this guy the championship? Do we want to give this guy the Royal Rumble? Obviously, the decision was no, and he ended up sticking with Brock. But this whole thing of was it going to, Matt Riddle was going to win and Randy Orton was talked about, none of this was happened. Well, I can't say none of it happened because I wasn't privy to those conversations. But at no point did they officially say, that Brock Lesnar is not winning the Royal Rumble. And that's the difference between a Ronda Rousey and a Brock Lesnar and everybody else. Once you tell them something and they're coming in to do something, mm-hmm. you better give them some advance notice and you better like be fully ready to explain why you're not doing what you said you were doing for a while. And I guess they just decided it wasn't worth doing it. I guess they decided that whatever else they had planned wasn't worth doing and wasn't worth changing. And even up until between Raw Rumble and Raw, where he eliminated exactly four guys, or he eliminated five guys, but one's Bad Bunny. So he still had him all set up to say, hey, you wasn't supposed to be in this match. You beat up, let's say, Finn Balor backstage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they still could have got him in, but they then decided to put him in for the championship, which I don't know if that opens up the door to unification again. I would think that's stupid because why don't you just have him beat Bobby Lashley and then win the Royal Rumble anyway, rather than doing all these title changes. Um, so I, I don't think they're looking at unification. I've not heard they're looking at unification. That sucks. So I would imagine they find a way for him not to win this match. But yeah, there was a lot of back and forth, but at no point was Matt Riddle winning. That was, so it's, it's important to clear that up. So it's like uh, also... Bobby was on the way to being a good guy, and they. this is kind of like what they did with uh, Seth and Owens. They're like, just pretend you're a good guy for this amount of time, and now flip back over to this, and maybe come no, back. No, that wasn't that wasn't for that. That was that was basically to get MVP away from Lashley, so which it doesn't look like they were doing. So yeah, that was the one. Sorry, that was the only thing in that in that prediction that uh, did not happen. That they made a deal, and I mean. It could still be said later on and f- flip Bobby, but uh, at this point... I don't think so, because Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley took a pin of someone that was beaten up by Roman Reigns, whereas 
Whereas before, well, I heard it was going to be more more down to, to Heyman and MVP. And I, I don't know if Reigns was going to be there or not. But yeah, at the end of the day, um, that whole thing where Bobby Lashley was going to be the babyface, I believe that was to work with Omos. Because, that, I mean, people can turn around and go, that's wrong because they're going to nitpick. But it wasn't wrong, was it? Because they, clearly that's what they were doing on TV. This guy turned around and goes, I don't want the I don't want the hurt business there. He beat them up. I want to beat him by myself. Like there was like weird little looks between him and MVP. And now this week they're just not doing it anymore. So I would imagine that the the challenger at WrestleMania from Raw is a babyface. And and let's uh, pay homage for a moment. That look at Billy's camera, perfectly crystal clear. After we I'm started a little shitty, but uh, oh man, look at it. This is the best I've ever seen you, Billy. <laughs> on this camera it's unbelievable um do you do you are you want to play a, a clip next or i have a question for you after that um getting into um one of the stories yeah i'm, I'm gonna play it but i'm not sure how much of this i want to play because it's long but um it's just re it's just once again going back and seeing what what Meltzer said and why we uh why we shouldn't believe him and it says on the headline spoilers about what will happen with the WWE Universal and WWE title heading into WrestleMania 38. And that's what really triggers me when it says spoilers. Like, this guy, like, knows everything and he's been right the whole time. There's only one person that's been right all the time for the last five years, and that's me. And the reason I get pissed off about it, I don't get pissy with the, the comments. And that's something like explain on Keep It 100. I don't get I don't about what people are saying in the comments. The fact is, is why don't why don't why get pissed off about it is the lack of understanding that I am legit and what it takes to be legit. Now, I'm fortunate that I'm not as big as Meltzer or Saturn or Sean Rossat. But most wrestling fans haven't heard of me, and that is why this was an important explanation of stuff. Me. I so being on Russo's show, being on Conan's show. This is as high as I can go. I can't create a website because I know when I was at my absolute peak on Sports Kida and I had that biggest audience with my verified Twitter and whatnot, it was a lot more difficult. The, the, the people were giving me less than I'm getting now. So at this happy medium, I'm able to get a lot more information than the so-called like main sources that like give you, give you, give you the news. So in even order to do that, on a week-to-week basis, I've got to go through people I know in production. I've got to go to people I know in creative. I've got to go to wrestlers. I've got to go to marketing. And I've got to remember to never go to the same people repetitively. So if I go to wrestler A, I can't contact, I can't ask wrestler A a question for a couple of weeks. I then need to go to the crew. I can't send a text to marketing and then send another text to market. I can't keep restarting conversations to get gossip. It has to be tactfully played out on a week-to-week basis to get information, right, so that I can, so I can bring it to you without people working out that there is a major financial benefit and that I'm going super public with our conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some people know and don't care, but some people don't know. So... It takes a lot of juggling. It's too much hard work for what I get paid to do it. Too hard. Right. Compared to what I get over at my website, blockbait.com, to do sports gambling, and the respect I have with the gambling community, this 
ain't worth the grind, like on a week to week basis. So when I see these crappy comments on the side, and when I see this with his nonsense being referred to as spoilers, that is the reason I do this in the first place. That's why I don't leave because I see this and I get angry and go spoilers, and then I read it and it's all wrong. That's why I want to have a platform to to vent about how much crap comes out of this guy's mouth. So, or oh, oh, this is a written word here, but he did say it on the show. So let me read you this. Before we do that, did that make sense to you? Because we actually went straight onto the story, but I feel that's really important. When people are here with their skepticism, despite the fact that everything's been right, particularly at a massive pay-per-view like this, uh, you know, with, with, with Big E being dropped down the card, and he's really dropped down. I mean, you saw he, he did nothing in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking at the Brock Roman main event, uh, where people were going, oh, you're going to be wrong. It's Rock 25, Rock 25 at Survivor Series. Rock's not even there. And <laughs> we know that that match has been cancelled. So, and, and obviously everything from the Rumbles and everything from Crown Jewel. So when, when you look at all of this stuff, do you understand like how it would be much more difficult to get it if I was super mainstream? Like, it, it's weird because you can't grow. You can't get bigger because... Once you do, and these wrestlers read the dirt sheets and people who work for WWE read the dirt sheets and it's all of a sudden Billy Barty's reporting, Billy Barty, Billy Barty, Billy Barty. Who wants to talk to Billy Barty and be the, be the person that gives Billy Barty a whole load of information? At the moment, it slips under the radar. It comes on a little YouTube channel and my and my Patreon. And um, here in particular, you know, some ingrates don't appreciate it. But the fact is, is that this news is is miles ahead because it comes from so many different people, and like I just said on that on that thing, it comes from people that don't even know that they're being asked to get it on here. But that balancing act and the fact that I haven't had this massive growth since 2017, and it's just been here on Conan Show or Russo Show, or whatever, d- d- does that fundamentally make sense to you as terms of like how this is the best place to get information and, and why? And why it wouldn't be if if we got much much bigger? Yeah, and I, and I think it's because if your name was a lot bigger, they'd be a little scared to be giving you information because you'd be the biggest known guy. So they don't want their name associated. And, and that's the disadvantage that that Meltzer has because ain't nobody going to be talking to Meltzer. Nobody's going to want to be caught on the phone to Meltzer or at lunch with Meltzer or out with Meltzer or photograph with Meltzer. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, I can, I can go into when, when WWE are on tour, I can go and hang out with the wrestlers at a bar and, and hang out with Drew or whatever. And, 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 or go to the gym with them or whatever. It it makes no difference. It doesn't matter. That was the one surprise um, I was shocked by. And I didn't know if you held it back out of loyalty for a friend or if you just didn't know that Drew was going to be in the rumble. I didn't ask. I didn't ask him, huh? Okay. Well, there you go. No. Um, All right. Let's 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 play out the rest of what let's play out the rest of what he said because this is all okay. This is all wrong, but he does that a lot. But the point I'm trying to make is, I came on here and told you that it was all going to be wrong. I told you that I'd heard something completely different, and we saw everything he says here end up being wrong, which means everything he said was going to happen at day one is also wrong. Trust me. So let's have a listen. And let me let you know 
100% that none of this is true. Okay. WWE champion Brock Lesnar, is, and I already did this bit on Conan's show, so before you complain, um, some people don't watch every second of every show because they go outside and do things. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to repeat this, but it's um, it's new for Cavs, so... Uh, you got 10 minutes with me, so go ahead. WWE champion Brock Lesnar is set to defend his title against Bobby Lashley at the 2022 Royal Rumble premium live event. And Roman Reigns is expected to defend his title against Seth Rollins. Dave Meltzer says, uh, Dave Meltzer discussed the current storyline direction for the Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman heading into WrestleMania 38. It's pending. The plan for day one was that Seth Rollins was going to be the WWE champion coming off the show. No, he wasn't. Um, and Lesnar was going to be the universal champion coming off the show. No, he wasn't. So Lesnar is now the WWE champion. So I'm wondering if they are just going to go Seth. Now, this is now he starts to even tell you he's speculating. Seth was going to defend one title and one night at WrestleMania. And Lesnar and Roman were going to be for the other night of WrestleMania. I was kind of told it's going to end up where it's supposed to be. So I wonder if that means. Why are you wondering if it means? Why don't you ask the next? Why don't you ask? What, why don't you ask what it means? So I wonder if that means they're going to switch belts. Like the Universal belt goes with Seth on Raw, and the WWE belt that Roman would end up with, most likely, I'm guess Brock would have, would be on SmackDown which was not the plan, but maybe how they end up recalibrating everything because, making me angry, because Roman pay-per-view and then decided to go with Brock to win the other titles, Brock was going to win one title. I can't say 100% Brock was going to win the other title, but I mean, I'm pretty sure. Seth, I know, was 100% the plan to win the WWE Championship, but Brock, now this is what he says, Brock had to be winning over Roman at day one because that was the second match. Roman won the first match, Heyman was going to end up with Brock. I figured that Heyman was going to screw Roman in that match, and that ne- and that never happened. And instead of waiting to do the match at the Royal Rumble, the decision was made that Paul has already been fired, and we're not going to take him off TV. We're going to put him right with Brock right away with no storyline. I think that's how it was going to happen. I don't know what that means if Seth wins, but I think it makes sense that he would end up winning this title. It's just too many lies to unpack for me to even do that next bit of news. First of all, let me run through this. He's telling you, by the way, here. So just do paraphrase. So he's telling you here, to, to paraphrase the nonsense, Seth Rollins was going to win the championship. Brock Lesnar was going to win the championship. We would have two new champions crowned on a B pay-per-view, which was an experimental B pay-per-view, the first ever premium live event, and they were going to change all the titles. They were going to undo a year and a half's work with Roman Reigns, and they were just going to flip two titles so that they could do Roman and Brock again. Because he thought the only way you do it, in his opinion, is to um, is to flip the titles. He's also said that Heyman was going to end up with Brock. So he's telling you here that Roman Reigns was going to chase the championship as a babyface because he got screwed by Paul Heyman, and Heyman was going to end up with Brock. So what happens to Rock and Roman? Does Rock come in as a heel against Roman Reigns because you turned him babyface? This guy is such a liar from top to bottom. <laughs> Seth Rollins, first of all, was never going to win the championship. Big E was going to win the championship, right? He was going to retain it. 
Mm-hmm. He said, and then he was going to lose to Bobby Lashley. Where did you hear that Big E was going to lose the championship and that he was failing as a champion? As a champion, you heard it here. I ain't seen in the comments about Big E losing the title and me being 100% correct about him failing as a champion. But there you go. We'll add that to all of the other stuff that I've got right throughout the year. So Big E was losing the championship at the Royal Rumble to Bobby Lashley. Brock Lesnar was losing at day one to Roman Reigns because Paul Heyman was going to show his loyalty to Roman the heel. The way Brock now, we have a brand new story where Paul Heyman has screwed Brock Lesnar. The story is Heyman versus Lesnar with Roman being his wrestler and Brock Lesnar was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. Very simple, very, very tidy. Now... This is where we are actually at now. The whole thing with Seth Rollins winning the championship and supposed to win the championship or whatever, I don't know who he's had, who he had that from, but let me give you some advice, Dave Meltzer. Whoever you're talking to hates you and you should stop talking to him. You're being trolled if you're not making this up by yourself because only an enemy would give you this information. <laughs> the real plan uh, was what I just said. Now, moving forward, the plan at the moment is very, very simple because it just gets you straight back to where you're at. Paul Heyman and MVP are in cahoot, are supposed to be in cahoots to screw Brock Lesnar out of the championship. Now, this is plan A. All right. See, I, know, I think we, a we, lot of time you're you're preaching to the choir on here because I think 90% of the people that watch this are good people that are into wrestling and that, that appreciate your stories. And right, that, 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 that's one side of it. Yeah. But, but but also, every time a report comes out with Dave, it's spoiler. And then 20 sites pick it up and say, this is the plans for, wrestle, for WrestleMania. And they were reporting legitimately that Roman was supposed to lose to Brock and that Seth was supposed to be the champion. So now... Um, a load of people were thinking that Seth were expecting Seth Rollins to beat Roman Reigns. Even guys that ran websites like Raj Geary of Wrestling Inc. I mean, you've been covering this guy and giving him free publicity for the last 25 years, right? When yeah. he's been wrong consistently for the last 15 at least. So why would you continue to put his reports up as spoilers? Why would you even cover him? And the fact is, is that I'm now coming here and pre and and before it happens prior to anything happening i'm telling you this is wrong seth's not gonna win seth was never gonna win biggie was gonna win that match and biggie was gonna lose to lashley the point you're trying to get back to is bobby lashley being the champion right Mm -hmm. and brock lesnar still having an issue with roman reigns with paul Heyman still being the manager of roman reigns this dude's got paul Heyman with brock lesnar He's got Roman Reigns ending his 500-day reign just to go after another belt for no reason. He's got Seth coming out of the show as the champion. And on another report, which isn't on there, he's got Big E winning the Royal Rumble and challenging Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Like, fucking hell. He's living on on. uh, the... I, I I can't even come up with the right word. He's living on, like, what he used to do and being who he used to be. And so... I don't know how long that takes for something to wear off and go away, but 
he was the guy who invented this genre of giving scoops for wrestling. So it's very grandfathered in. And I don't think people... I don't think they're going to like just be like, oh, we're done with him. He doesn't know anything. I think he's always going to be the one that people go to and not get the right information. But why... There's no report? rhyme he, or reason for it either, though. Is he is he making this up? Does he have a really bad source? Like that would be real interesting on? to know is where these sources are coming from because there is no explanation other than plans changed. Which, granted, plans do change, but this is like every single time a plan changes. So, I and mean, that's why that's why it's so important that I came out and said everything I just said prior to him saying plans change because they didn't change. Mm -hmm. Nothing changed other than Roman Reigns got COVID. And what they needed to do is have Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns reheat up again. Yeah. Now they were going to heat it up at day one by having Paul Heyman screw Brock, right? Mm -hmm. And show that he's with Roman and then Brock wins the rumble. So what they did instead is they couldn't do that. And Brock had the belt. So Paul Heyman screwed him anyway. The only part, the only inkling of that that was wrong, which people will nitpick at, will be the fact that MVP didn't really conspire yeah. with Heyman in any way. But as I said, they were doing that because they also wanted to get rid of MVP and put MVP with somebody else. Uh, and at the time when they were trying to um, cause a separation between MVP and Lashley, the idea was is that Omos would need a mouthpiece. Now, I don't think that Omos is now out of the title picture or out of the picture to have a big match at Mania at all, just on the just based on the fact that his match with AJ wasn't that good. But I certainly think that they probably pumped the brakes on it. But as I said, it's important to, to know. I also didn't come on here and say Omos is definitely doing this and Omos is definitely doing that. The only info I had was that this guy was going to get a push. And I still believe he's going to get a push. Um. Are you going to play something or are you going to be going? Um, I, I did have one more thing to okay. play, but I was just waiting to see what you had okay. to say. I'll, I'll dig the clip up. Okay. But it's a very short thing. Well, yeah, the almost thing. I was I was thanking God that uh, this didn't continue. And, like, together our own opinion when we were talking about the Rumble over on my Patreon is we were saying we would bet the house that uh, almost would have the most eliminations. Right. And, and we didn't get that. Um so that that was interesting. I was very. What surprised did you think about them too. just doing the? Um, did you feel? How did you feel? I thought the rumble was generally lazy, and I think the Andre the Giant spot for Omos was lazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of that Gable came in and said, "I have a plan," but then the plan was retarded because he goes, "Let's all get him." Now, Priest, you go first. What the hell? And then they all stood there while Priest had to fight him. It was like. How come you're not all just tackling this guy? And then they finally do tackle him eventually. But that made no sense. Um, after you play this clip, I want to get into uh, Rhonda and Charlotte and Becky. Because um, there's one thing I'm very surprised by when it comes to this. If you're ready for your okay. clip. Okay, here we go. Last one. But, um, so, yeah. So, that, 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 was, um, that was what they originally planned. Way, way back before... Uh, before it became the Elimination Chamber, it was Roman Goldberg and Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. So that's where we're at at the moment. They're trying to decide 
how will they get Brock to WrestleMania? Is it going to be through the Rumble? I mean, he has to be in Saudi. That's pretty much a done deal. And he is. So the simplest way to do this is to just have him loose and enter the Elimination Chamber. But he has been penciled in to win the Royal Rumble for a long time. In addition to that, a lot of stuff going on with this. Um, Brock Lesnar last won the Royal Rumble in, in 2003. So it would be... How does that work? Because uh, WWE... Let me just skip past our WWE maps. <laughs> oh, I'd be much... Oh, I always do that. I skip that middle every time. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, I'd be much younger if it wasn't that way. Now, yeah. to clarify, though, because people are going to, I, I heard it, and I said you're going to get pinned on this. You're hearing that they're pushing almost very much. <laughs> you have not been told almost is winning the Royal Rumble. No, I've not been told almost is winning the Royal Rumble, uh, but I've been told like he's in line for a, a huge push and a huge match at WrestleMania. Okay. There you go. Just had to get winning it. Didn't say he was winning it because I was terrified. Yeah, before, That's why be, I asked. Be, before you put that, yeah, exactly. And before people put those dumb comments in there, it's important to put that in. So let's finish up the show with like something real well, fresh. Well, here which is all the this thing. Ronda Rousey news. Um, first of all, what the one one thing to clear up is not in the notes. Yeah. Before we move on to Ronda, uh, I don't know. What happened with Shane McMahon at the Royal Rumble? I can find out by by next week's show. But What's here's the two talk? things I do know. What's the talk? Go ahead. Yeah. Two things I do know. He's not been fired. He's on a he's on a contract for two million dollars a year uh, to, to to work in a um, a creative capacity to work in a consultancy capacity. He's basically his contract says consultant, right? He's, he, yeah. he gets he, he gets a consultancy fee. So whether they consult him or not. Yeah, it remains to be seen. Quite frankly, it's a I free think they money should. I thought, I thought Raw, Raw, un- I thought Raw Underground was was really good. Um, which surprisingly, which I kept saying, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it I mean, started off like, I, I what the has, fuck is this, though? Yeah. But I, I do know there was an issue. I do know that he was sent home. I do know that they're like pulling back on his program. But everybody has this reported as said, oh, he was going to work with Seth Rollins. He was going to work with Seth Rollins again. Dave said it. Why are you listening to Dave? Like, they, 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 a lot of guys. That's why a lot that, of them are here. They're listening to what you have to say. You yeah, but why? Why are people reporting that Rollins was going to be working with with Shane McMahon? Now, maybe Shane wanted to work with Seth Rollins, but the company, which is what counts, Vince McMahon wanted him to work with Austin Theory. So that story is completely wrong. It wasn't going to be Rollins. It was going to be Austin Theory. That would make more sense because he's all in with Vince and stuff. Yeah. Right. So whatever happened has happened, and uh, Shane went home, and I'm not sure when he's going to come back, but he still works for the WWE. He's still getting paid by the WWE. Uh, so that that's clear that one up. So let's move on to the Ronda stuff. What what did you want to say? Well, first got- of all, the, the biggest thing you were wrong about in that video that you showed was that um, the Packers would win anything and they had home field advantage, but that's uh, neither here or there. That's not in the video. Yeah, well, you have on your Packers stuff. That's in that video. <laughs> Just for me, a chance for me to bust your chops. Um, the one thing that at least I've been saying, and and like I thought this was a guarantee, like the almost eliminations was that it would be Ronda and Becky. This has mm-hmm. been like always said. It's Ronda Becky, of course. It's the one person that beat you, and she's gonna choose Charlotte. Yep. 
<laughs> my God. Weren't we all on this page about that it was going to be? Is this like a recent change? They said, ah, let's forget this. And we're going to be stuck with Bianca and Becky again? No, it's super, super, super late. So lots of factors go into this. First of all, um, Ronda Rousey has worked 15 months of a three-year deal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Her deal is three years, but the third year is optional. Now, once Ronda Rousey works nine months on this deal, WWE are going to have to exercise the third year option. And now they clearly know that Ronda Rousey doesn't want to work the third year past WrestleMania. So once we've done nine months on this deal and we're at the Rumble, WWE are going to have to pay Ronda Rousey the two million dollars to work for four months. That's the risk that they take. That's the risk that they've taken. Well, not the risk they've taken. That's the concession that they've made. Ronda Rousey is going to work two and a half years, and she's going to get six months to sit at home. She's going to get full pay. Wow. Like that 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 wasn't thrashed out until before. Um, here's another interesting tidbit. When they went over to California to to speak to Ronda, Shane and Stephanie went hmm. instead of like Triple H and Stephanie, who usually negotiate with Ronda and whatnot. Um, so a lot of people think Shane and Stephanie don't don't speak or whatever, but they did. They did go over and and see Ronda. So once Ronda had her first interactions with Vince when she came back, a lot of other stuff was thrashed out, and one of the things was Ronda Charlotte. Now the original plan was to do Ronda Becky twice, okay? So Ronda Rousey would win at this year's WrestleMania. She'd get her win back, and then Becky would get the final win in um, in Cali next year. That would be the plan. Oh, a so year later, you got, Jesus. You, you get two matches out of it because the idea was that Ronda would get a win over Becky, not lose to Becky last year, not work with her this year, and then lose again on her way out. Yeah. So she's going to lose and not get any wins over Becky, which is at, well, at the moment, that's the plan anyway. Uh, things can change. But that is all Ronda's doing because this is at Ronda Rousey's request. And there's contrasting reports out there that it was Fox that requested Ronda Rousey. Even if they did, at the moment, Fox are getting Brock Lesnar. And next year, Fox are likely to be the recipients of The Rock. So... For them to say, we want Ronda Rousey too, that wouldn't have been granted on the basis that WWE felt like they owed Fox something else because NBC ain't getting anything here at the moment other than the fact that they currently had Becky, who Fox like. But Ronda, upon coming back to the WWE, made the request that she wanted to work on SmackDown. She wanted to be in the same locker room as Shayna Baszler. Hmm. She wanted to be in the locker room with Natalia, her two best friends at WWE. And she wanted to work with Charlotte, who is also a good friend of hers. And um, she feels like her best match that she had in her last run was with Charlotte. So she feels like her and Charlotte should be a WrestleMania match rather than doing two years in a row with Becky. And this has been granted by the WWE. Ronda is also in there talking about the possibility of putting Roderick Strong on SmackDown and bringing back Marina Shafir. So she's not been like holding back in saying, this is what I want, this is what I'd like, can you do it for me? And the the significance of that is Marina Shafir is one of her best friends and Marina Shafir is married to Roderick Strong. 
who is also one of her best friends. Or, or obviously I was wondering what the hell she had friend. to do with Roderick Strong. I'm like, what the hell does she care where he is? They're married. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he doesn't like tease. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, no. it, it, I think it puts Ronda in a bad look situation because Becky came out there as like a good guy going, pick me. I beat you once. I could. It wasn't the scared, oh, God, I hope you don't pick me thing until she was like in an arm bar, which was horrible. But um, I, I was like, pick me, pick me, and now she's not going to pick her? So it's going to be, look, she's scared of me and, you know. She, she can't beat me. So I think it just puts her in a bad light. And here's the other thing. And here's, here's, what, here's the indicator of how late this was made and why we I couldn't even report it in time for the last inform. Not that I would because mm-hmm. I refused to give any news out on the last show uh, out of respect for myself. Um, but Becky and Charlotte have traded places in stories. So Lita, who set up a feud with Charlotte, is now going to be working with Becky so that Charlotte doesn't have to do anything else but focus on Ronda. So the, otherwise, it would have been Charlotte who they were keeping busy through throughout the um, throughout the WrestleMania period, mm-hmm. and Ronda would have chosen Becky, and they could have just traded promos and whatever they did, and, and mainly focused on setting up that match. And now the direction is going to be to announce Charlotte, and then to keep Becky busy, so Becky gets the leader match instead even though they already set that up with Charlotte. So, yeah, 100%, they were doing Becky versus Ronda, and it's at Ronda Rousey's request that I want to be with my buddies, Mm. I want to work with this person, can you hire back my other friends? Like, she has a lot of power coming back into this situation because it's weird. She couldn't actually... I don't think everyone would have come to this, but she couldn't actually have sat at home and not done nine more months with WWE unless she turned around and said it on medical grounds that she couldn't physically do anything again. Then you could null and void a contract. But at some point, she owed WWE nine months of, of, of competitiveness, right? Mm-hmm. She owed them nine months. Now, I don't think that WWE felt confident they could have held her to that because there's a lot of ways to get out of these things nowadays with mental health or a physical issue, but if she'd gone down that route and she decided to go and fight in MMA or did she, or did she decided to go to AEW or wrestle in Japan or anything like that, then WWE would have sued her for not wrestling those final nine months. So for Ronda to do that and to not come back and do this, this final year, then she would have left herself on the, out of commission for all things in MMA and and combat sports other than other than movies, I think would have been the only thing she could have done. So she had to really come and do this, but it's weird that WWE felt like she still had all the power. So I guess it kind of shows what this kind of reveals to us is that WWE contracts, they're scary to your wrestlers that have come through the wrestling business and don't have lawyers and agents and things, but they sure as hell ain't scary to Ronda Rousey. Now, Ronda Rousey's coming in here for the money. She's mm-hmm. coming in to get an extra $2 million to do a light schedule for the rest of this year. And it's actually going to be $4 million because she's going to work into the third year all the way to WrestleMania. So she's coming out well in this deal. I'm just very surprised. And it says, it says a lot about her ego that she's turned around and gone, I don't care about beating Becky. I don't care about getting my win back and then yeah. losing to her. I, I want to have this really good match with Charlotte, who's my friend. 
and I don't have any friends on Raw other than Liv Morgan, uh, but I'd rather be with Shayna, Natty, Charlotte, and please bring Roderick Strong over to SmackDown and please hire back his wife. Like, that, wow. that's that's what she wants to do. So It's a lot of pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be interesting seeing uh, in Saudi, Lita, the woman who is known for having her thong hanging out. Now she's got to wear a whole trash bag to uh, hide everything and cover up as all the women do with long giant shirts and God forbid you see a curve. Uh, last thing before we're out of here, I'm not sure. Did we mention um, about Riddle winning the Rumble? Did we ever talk about that? We did that at the start. Okay. I believe when I was explaining how it wasn't, how it wasn't, how it wasn't ever on the table. All right. Is there anything to add? Otherwise we've wrapped everything up. The big story is uh, with this Rhonda thing, which that is surprising that she's like got that much pull, like hire someone back. That's big pull. Yeah. Um, if there's anybody that wins the, the elimination chat, I just want to put this out here. If there's anybody that wins the elimination chamber next month, that and it isn't Bobby Lashley, I would think, and it's not going to be Brock. I would think it could be riddle because they are really struggling to find a decent title match for raw. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that you have, which is interesting, would be Matt Riddle and Randy Orton and making it for the championship. So I'm not saying that Riddle's going to win. I'm saying that the only match they have lined up for for WrestleMania, and it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a match that they did a lot earlier than this, but this tag team have caught fire, sold merch, and now they feel like that it should be as big as possible when they do the match. So... I, I just feel that there is a small chance that Randy or Riddle can go into WrestleMania as the champion. Uh, I think it will be Lashley because so I feel that Lashley fight in Mania. Edge, AJ, Big. AJ, Edge, Lashley, triple threat. I, I don't know. And remember, that's his opinion, ladies and gentlemen. It's his opinion. Right. He doesn't know. I have homework for you, though, Billy. I want you to mm-hmm. ask somebody uh, in WWE that's uh, close to everybody in there and has uh, is in there pretty good. I want to know what is really going on with Triple H and Vince stuff. What is the talk backstage? What is what what's going on? Why is Triple H like now he's like trash and being treated that way? I feel and like all of his stuff being taken away and destroyed and. It's very, very odd. So I would like to know what is being said in the back and who is talking and saying what. Because there's got to be rumors floating around back there and th- I got, little I got things little, people have heard. I got a couple of little AEW rumors this week from somebody. Okay. Um, my buddy that goes AEW and is um, back. He's um, he's an autograph. Um, he's an autograph seller. Okay. And he basically pitches to wrestlers as to how much it would cost, how much they would charge to um, come into a hotel, hire a hotel and sign like 500 pieces of their, their stuff. Mm-hmm. So he does talk to guys in AW. So these are various, I mean, he was rounded the other day, just measuring up my, uh, my walls for framing and for mm-hmm. framing and things. Um, it's a shame your turnbuckles are not here. Yet. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I could walk um, it there quicker than the mail could get it to you. Yeah. Um, so the couple of AEW bits, he says that to me that he's certain that CM Punk's booking his own stuff completely because something that Punk's always wanted to, something that Punk's wanted to do 
is losing Chicago to a heel who he feels is worthy so that and 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 give him and transfer him which, a load of heat which means losing tonight if they have that match which for some reason I think they weren't having the match because it's regular TV and when he said you're going to fight MJF I think it's going to be a guy with those same initials or something but we'll, we'll you'll know by the time this thing comes out because yeah, it's on Yeah well I think from that info I feel like there's a chance he could lose in Chicago tonight but that's just a that's just a feeling. That's just something that he knows. They the would punk. have a match, though, and just for the like, you wouldn't save it for the pay per view. Well, if they if he convinces them that it's going to put big heat on MJF to lose in Chicago, and it also makes him look very unselfish and company like, sure. so company manish. Um, the other thing was, and this is the most interesting thing. People have been talking about is Adam Cole being buried? He's in the worst position that he's ever been in, and whatnot. And I've heard people, including Conan and Disco, saying that I don't think he is because he's goofy. He likes to do the being the elite thing. And he doesn't well, lose. That last one's lights out. It doesn't count, but yeah. Right. But here's what I heard. And this is a this this is a really odd story. And it is kind of being talked about around AW by some people. And because it, it got back to my guy who asked about what the situation was with Adam Cole. And he said to me, before Adam Cole signed there, before Adam Cole signed at AEW, Tony Khan was up Britt Baker's ass, and they were doing together things together every single week. Any kind of media that they had booked, he put Britt Baker on it. They went out for dinners together. Mm. Um, they, they they did everything. Like so, I don't know if he has a a girlfriend in in his real in his. I don't think I don't know if he has a girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know if he's straight. I don't know if he's just one of these rich guys that but, just but actually can't, yeah. talk, can't talk to women. I don't know if he's like, you know, can't separate being a mark from being a real person and he just falls in love with women that are involved in wrestling and he looks at Britt Baker as his version of like Sonny, what we would see Sonny as. Britt in the Baker day. has a not... spell on a couple of these guys, which is bizarre to me. Who? That Britt Brit. Baker has a spell on people, yeah, like oh, Tony man. and Frank. I'm like, what? What is this? I don't think I don't. I think the the worst person that I the worst looking girl I've slept with He's is not a- as bad as Britt Baker. It's <laughs> not as bad as Britt Baker. <laughs> I and ladies and gentlemen, I have seen some of these uh, women that Billy slept with. He's a uh, he do- he doesn't slum. <laughs> I gave yeah. back to the community at times, Billy. <laughs> Uh, you know, you had a you have a slump buster here and there. Yeah, I, I mean, I could do, I could, I could do Brit, but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done Brit in my prime. Like, I wouldn't have done between <laughs> two thousand seven, between two thousand seven and two thousand fourteen. There's no way I'm sleeping with Brit Baker. That is funny because like, not- I've seen you show me picture. You go, eh, she's not good looking enough, and I'm like, oh my god, people would saw their arms off. <laughs> You're like. And I'm like, yeah, Billy's turning these women down. Good lord! <laughs> but you don't like Charlotte. You don't. But you don't like Charlotte, though. No, see, you wouldn't turn Charlotte down. You go run across the street and beg Charlotte. No, but I, I want her to make me beg. I want her to beat me up and handcuff me and walk and walk on me. I want. I want walk uh, on me in heels. Um, I want uh, Jade Cargill to beat the shit out of me. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that well, like that too. But you know, um, I, I heard a real good friend of mine, uh, Derek Montia, he was begging Nyla Rose. But my point is, is that 
there's a there's a there is a belief that this was a hire that this was a hire that they felt like they had to make, but the way it's working out, the dynamic between Tony Khan and Britt Baker is a little bit different, and there there there's there's almost like an element of this poor little boy got his like heartbroken and his oh crush boy. is now the the the, the crushes uh, the, the the crush. The crush, the crush is now. It's like a high school movie. Dead. You're watching the, yeah, the because, jock walk away with the because, girl while he pines yeah, away. Exactly, like the geek, <laughs> the geek is lose. The geek is losing out because the jock is here, and like that's that, and he's got his girlfriend. He should wipe so his eyes with hundreds. Movie, in the movie, she ends up with Tony Khan. Yes, yes. But in real life, <laughs> look, I'm not saying this is true. Tony Khan's I'm bigger than Adam. <laughs> I'm not saying this is true. I'm saying that this is a joke, or, or, or a um. Or a theory that's being like banded around, but oh, but in it was said to me in a jokey way. I, I, it's hard to imagine this is true. The guy's got so much money. There's got to be women falling at his feet. Yeah. You think? Yeah, but he's so yeah. he's so awkward though. Like he's so weird in the, in the way he acts. Like, yeah, I I can see that. I would love to talk to the guy one on one, just as a as a human being, and uh, get into his head about a lot of stuff. I think that would be a fun interview to do, but. Uh, he almost seems the type that you'd be able to do that, and he would be, you know, honest with you and stuff. Because he seems like the everyday guy. He doesn't act like, you know, he's not walking around with Rolexes and shit like that. You know, he doesn't act like he's got all this money. Um, and he's just a, a fan like the rest of us who had a ton of money and said, let's make something. And, you know, I hope for the best from that. Because like JR says, uh, why would you want one of these companies to go out of business? Wouldn't you want them all to be great? Let's have some competition um, and get going. But, you know, I, I guess who I'm a fan of now, Billy. You're going to hate it. <laughs> well, woman or man? Man. <laughs> I know nothing of him other than two tiny things that I've ever seen. Anything. This Danhausen. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it is so entertaining to me when I've seen. I just see the clips and the goofy stuff he does on his Instagram where He's in a picture with somebody who's normal. He's doing his stupid spells. <laughs> who do you think debuts? Who do you think debuts in AW tonight from uh, all the oh. released people? Well, I saw that Keith Lee said something about how he's free, this and that. I, it's like between him and Cross, right? That's who you would think, right? Um, knowing them both, one opened the show, one closed the show because didn't what they did with uh, Cole and Brian. But I, I would yeah, almost I mean, why, think from why that. Not, league, why not you know? just hire everybody? Like, why not just hire everyone? I would think so. I would think, I mean, there's a good picking crop to do. You know, they could get a good amount of guys that are high echelon people. And, like, when those other contracts are running out, let them go piece by piece like they did Marco's stunt. You know, like, okay, well, what are you going to keep him for? You know, he goes away. But originally it's going to be their originals that are fading away and you're going to have all the WWE guys that are over there to do it. Oh, one story. I, I should have said this last week, but I didn't last thing. Oh God, it just popped into my head when you're talking about it. And I completely forgotten about it. So WWE had an agreement with um, Chris Jericho to come in and do the Royal rumble. Like oh. they made the agreement. Yeah. They made the agreement like ages ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns asked, had a conversation with, uh, with I imagine, 
a private conversation with Moxley and then had a conversation with Vince. And the WWE wanted to change Jericho for Moxley. Oh, wow. And they promised him the uh, a good run as a and and a runners up the runners up spot in the rumble so it would be wow. very like respectable and this was seen as um be, but because this was seen as opening the door uh to um starting things up again with moxley uh, aw were not interested in it and oh. subsequently chris jericho chris jericho didn't want to do it anymore because uh, and aw didn't want jericho to do it anymore because they said Actually, we want someone better than Jericho, which doesn't sit well with Jericho at all. Once it all been agreed that Jericho is going to do it. So they pushed for Moxley um, with a view to, yes, probably opening up things again because Moxley's contract runs out. Oh, really? In four months. No shit. It was that long. Was it three years? Yep. It's been that long. Wow, that flies. That's wild that they would do that. Huh. I wonder, you know, they they do mention them. They mention him quite a bit and say mocks, yep. you know? And they're interested in having him back, and they're mm. interested in having him go up against Roman. It's just a case of whether he wants to do it. I feel That'd be good. something can be done here where he doesn't have to come in on a long-term deal or whatnot. I, I, I think he wanted to do the Rumble, and I think he was up for doing the Rumble, and I think he was having a, a good run in the Rumble. But I think Tony Khan realizes this would be the start of he doesn't want Moxley going. getting his foot back in the door. But at the same time, my understanding is that Tony Khan doesn't want to renew Moxley for five won't want to renew Moxley for five million dollars a year. Is that what he was getting? He's yeah. He's more Ooh. than Jericho and Omega and Cody Rhodes. Good lord. Only, and, and 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 when I learned about that, I learned that CM Punk also isn't getting three million. He's getting five. Hmm. CM Punk was was getting three million to do a to do less dates, but once CM Punk said he was available for to do as much as every as, as everybody else, then he got five million too. Hmm. But but the the thing is is that with um, with Moxley's deal, he's got favored nations in his deal when oh. he signed. So if they sign Punk for more, then Moxley gets an extra million as well. Which is why I don't think that they really want to keep this deal going. I mean, they'd like to keep Moxley. They'd like to give him you know maybe get him down to three million a year. If they do get him down to three million a year, that's what WWE can pay him too. So, I think there's a chance that he'll end up going. So we'll wait and see how that plays out. But that's what happened with that, with this whole forbidden door thing that they were talking about, and there were rumors going around. They had Jericho locked ever since the uh, Steve Austin podcast. Everything was set in. It went, oh yeah, how do you feel about coming in and doing the Rumble? And that was all set up. And when they come around to that, it was Ro- it was Roman who spoke to Mox about. I don't know, whatever, like whatever they talk about. Sure. And it came up and um, it was pitched that we would put Moxley in, uh, try and get Moxley into the Royal Rumble. And then one out of contract, we would bring him in as a, as a long feud for Roman Reigns. Man, but, that'd be pretty, that would have been good. See, now that would have been something in the Rumble that would have uh, got us all up. Um, the show should have been like this. The last 10 minutes of the show should have been the whole show. No more showing clips anymore. They know. These people know. And the ones that are going to bust your balls are always going to bust your balls if the proof is in front of them. So you talk to a wall with those people. It's not, it's not, it's, it's the fact is like, it's not even just on this video. It's like on all the other videos they put out from K100, from the show I do with Disco and Conan, it's like, oh, you know, you should have said Barty was on the show, wouldn't have listened. It's like, 
Yeah, I see dude, that nonsense like, too for you. And it's like, it's whatever. Like, dude, it's all these other guys, yeah, okay, they're ex-wrestlers and whatnot, and they're, they're giving you their opinions and everything. That That's yeah. fine. Like, I respect their opinions as well. But They yell at Disco, and he's out there every day on the show. I'm like, and I'm sure some are probably bad-mouth Conan. So nobody's ever going to be 100%. Nobody ever is 100% liked. And, oh, well, if, and the same with, I I do this show, people don't like me. Okay, God bless you, and go enjoy something else. I'm sorry, I'm not your cup of tea, and that's that. Oh, well, some people like my nonsense, and that's why they go to my stupid show, Lingus Mafia Podcast. Difference is, difference is, this is Conan and Disco's main source of income. Yeah. Um, dif- difference is that, like, obviously, you're on here to get, as many people sure. over to your thing. Um, I don't need this shit. Like, at all. <laughs> like, so, like. And I always say, if you see- quit, and people go, oh, you wouldn't be on that show. You don't. And I go, listen, it's one less show. I do 5,000 shows too. And, you know, obviously I don't make all, all the stuff that you have going on with the betting and gambling, and that's your livelihood. I have a real job, and this is a side thing that I do make income too, but it's it's nothing. Um but, I mean, I enjoy doing it. I like being creative. It gives me a creative outlet. But if this went away because everyone hated us or or it just wasn't working or you were done, which more than likely that would be the reason this ends. Because <laughs> you're like, I just can't stand this anymore. Don't feel like you're going to hurt my feelings by saying it. I, I said right off the bat when everybody hated me on first show, right? I was like, hey, if it doesn't work with me, you can get somebody else to do it with you. No hard feelings. I'm not that guy. So I'm just like, okay, that's fine. I have a good time busting balls with you and, and shooting the shit like we do here. So, you know, I, I just, like, I hear from I, a I lot do, of other people prefer, about the I prefer the Dirty Sheets format. I prefer the Dirty Sheets where... All the audience knows us. Yes, they we're know our obliga- nonsense right off the bat. Yeah, we're not obligated to jump to a story or anything like that. Whereas here, it's like, get to this or get yeah. to that, dude. I'll get to what the fuck I want to do. Like, this th- is a this, video this- podcast. Practically, is you know what it is, and and us BSing with each other. And I mean, we 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 would have went into the girl stuff much more on the other show. <laughs> like, did did you understand just from listening to these shows the odds? That you would have uh, betting odds you would have picked up on Lashley last week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not. It was not close. Brock Lesnar was a heavy favorite last week. That's what was funny, and because we were like, it was one of those sure things where I I was shocked that people actually thought Brock was going to continue this, and I'm like, of course he's going to lose to Lashley. I got to get the belt off him. It's the first thing I thought. And I think a lot of people thought. I think a lot of people thought unification, and I still think a lot of people I was think hoping. unification. And, yeah. and unification, unification is on the table. Like unification's on the table for uh, Charlotte. Uh, sorry, for Becky Ronda next year. Yeah. And unification's on the table for Rock and Reigns next year. Because I don't think Rock wants to come in, even though you know he doesn't care. I don't see Rock coming in and doing one match with Roman and 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 losing. I, I see Rock winning the other belt Ugh. first. Oh, that'd be fine, and then lose to Roman. That's what he needs to do. I, right, I'm yeah. still bothered that he comes in and beats Cena, and or even worse that he beat Punk, where it should have been Punk and Undertaker, streak versus title, and they're just oblivious. And it was a great storyline with the dead Paul Bear and the ashes being poured over him. That was fantastic. That story. It was really good that they. It was good that they went as far to kill Paul Bear for that story. Oh, that yeah, was- I can't believe it. Paul goes, yeah, sacrifice is a good storyline. Why not? All right, everybody, we're done with this nonsense. Um, 
Hope you enjoyed the show, those who actually like us and like to hear our nonsense. If you want to hear more nonsense, just go, uh, if you want my free feed, just type in Lingus Mafia Podcast. You'll see some uh, wrestling shows on there, uh, partials. And uh, you could also just go to patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. But go to my Twitter, at Lingus Mafia, and you will see the things that you could win. We just spun the wheel, and we gave away more. The next thing we're giving away is a signed Kurt Angle pop and a Sheamus signed uh, trading card. That'll be the next thing we give away on our wheel for people being members of Patreon. Billy's stuff, you can go to lockbetting.com if you want to gamble on sport and on these things that are predetermined. If you're able to gamble, if you're in a state that allows it, unlike me in Killicali, where we can't do any of that kind of stuff, and you got to call your friend in Arizona and say, hey, can you uh, put some money on something for me? Uh, you go to the lockbetting.com as well as you want to go to K100 Informer and that is your best bet to get him on Twitter. And the people who post the shows for Conan and Disco need to change your Twitter because it's still saying Billy K100 on the bottom to find you. So they got to. Yeah, I mean, that. I am tweeting wrestling stuff out all the time over at wrestling info, uh, at K100 Informer. So yeah, make sure you give me a follow there. Yeah, and yelling at people. You should see what's going on over there. All right, everybody. For Mr. Billy Body, I'm Cav Manning. We'll see you next time. Now, on this one, do I push end? I guess. <laughs> end broadcast. Yeah. I don't want to close the room down. There you go. There you go. <laughs>